this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. And I'm so excited to hop on and release this word that the Lord gave me. Um, But first and foremost, I'm going to throw some reminders out there. Yes, there has to be announcements, you guys. It's very imperative. And I know I might look kind of dark, but we're still working on the filming room, getting it organized to where I look more appropriate. And so it's kind of dark, but it is what it is. This is the lighting I've got right now. Um, first and foremost, um, I hope that you guys are just walking in supernatural blessing. You need to know that is the season that we are in. Uh, the word that I released about, uh, the joy and the boldness, the November word, if you have not seen it, go back and watch it. It will truly bless you to understand the season that the church is coming into. Um, reminder this Saturday, November 13th at 2 PM, we will be at the national monument set up we will be doing our Nehemiah Prayer Summit, and we are so, so excited. I'm sure you've already heard these announcements, but you have to know what we're doing is pivotal for the United States. The Lord told me months and months ago, um, almost a year ago, he said, I want you to do a Nehemiah Prayer Summit, and I want you, and he walked me through what we needed to do to walk America back into covenant. And I know I get people who are scoffers. You guys you have to know American history. Yes, they did. The original founding fathers before America became America actually planned for America to be a city on a hill to represent Christ. They made a covenant with the Lord. And so the Lord has said the same way that Nehemiah was brought in to repair the walls, close the gaps, Bring the people back to a place of worship. You have to know, more of this is about God's people in America. And I know that might offend you. But from the very beginning of this, before the pandemic even started, um, it was months before, the Lord had told me to begin to fast and intercede for the body because we were coming into a season of mass cleansing and basically a mass redo, overdo, overthrow of what had already been built that men had created, that did not does not honor God. And God is, we're in years of this, you guys. So get ready for the years of the cleansing. And it's amazing, you guys. We have to embrace this season. So come be with us this Saturday, 2 p.m. at the National Monument. We are going to just wreck it for Jesus. We're going to worship. The King of Kings will have live worship. Um, We're going to pray. We're going to intercede. I have other pastors coming that are going to be a part of this event with me. And, uh, you know, we're going to blow the shofar. We're going to just honor the King of Kings and honor um, what God wants to do with America and bring them back into partnership with God, prophetically speaking, um, through the acts, prophetic acts that we do. Amen. Um, So please come to that. It's going to be amazing. Also, you know, we have a huge Dallas Christmas gathering that we're going to be doing, prophetic gathering. Um, You can see info about that. Go to spiritmoveministry.co and you can see more about that. Um, 
And then there's some other things coming up um, probably for the new year. And then I'll be putting some other things out there on our schedule and be letting you know what is going on. Um, as for those, hoping that we will be meeting on Sunday soon, um, we have a lot of st stuff we're still transitioning. We need to find a location. We have to have, you know, chairs and equipment and there's stuff that has to happen. So we're looking at the new year for that. So until then, hang tight local people and know that uh, we love you we're here um, but it takes time to transition we haven't even gotten all the families moved over here yet to Fort Worth so um, just hang tight come to the Dallas event the Christmas gathering because it's going to be amazing and uh, God's Spirit's going to move mightily um, this word that I'm getting ready to release um, the Lord gave it back gave it to me back in uh, July's 721 he has not told me to release it and so i've been kind of just waiting on him um to sorry i'm gonna adjust this see if it quits doing that um let me know when he wants to release it typically what he'll do is is uh he'll he'll bring a word to my memory that has been out of my mind for months and he'll keep bringing it to me wake me up with it um take me back to the scriptures that led me to the word or whatever it is and then I know that he's telling me this is the season for that word. So I'm getting ready to release that word right now. Um, we're going to be doing quite a bit of reading in Amos 9. So get ready for that. Um, at least 10 verses. And so um, you guys need to know, and I know you guys know this, there's so much happening right now. And... It's going to continue, and I, I like to use the word worse with my staff, but in a funny way, but in a God, beautiful, amazing way. Um, he is moving mightily, and he's working quickly because he's not wasting any more time. He has things to get done. We as the body have to be ready to do the job. Amen. Um, also, before I forget very quickly, thank you to everyone who sent cards and gifts for pastor appreciation you don't know how much that blesses me. Also, those who send handwritten notes, that blesses me the most. I know that's old school, but I keep those notes. I keep all of them. I save them as a testimony to what the Lord is doing. Also, for those of you, in case you're wondering or it stresses you out, wondering, um, when you send your giving through mail and you send your prayer requests in written form with that, I pray over all of those. I lay hands on your letter and I release the glory on behalf of your family members. So you need to know those things get prayed for every time you send it. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to do this probably till like my next video, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I would love for you guys to get back into old style mode for a minute and start writing some of your testimonies and sending them to me because I love to have physical record. I love to be able to lay hands on the paper and release the glory of God and the healing manifested glory to go out to your family members. I, I, I don't mind emails and all that. It's amazing, you guys. I love technology. But if you would ever like to have something on paper sent to me and you're willing to sit down and do it, send it to us. I love getting those things. Um, and maybe sometime I'll release a video where we talk about the testimonies that I received on paper. Um, the ones online are just as important. But I love the ones on paper because 
it's a little easier for me to physically put my hands on them and uh, pray for them. But anyway, mail me some handwritten prayer requests. I would love to get them or stories or testimonies. Amen. Um, I know it's way easier to text you guys, but um, it's really cool to do the letter form. Amen. Okay, so are you ready? The word that I'm about to release is the smashing is upon us. And I was deep in worship and the Lord basically gave me a vision of a, like a giant mason jar. And uh, it was just a huge one, like a gallon jug size. And then I saw a hammer come down and hit the glass and, and just smash it and bust it to pieces. And I was like, whoa. And so then I continued to worship because I always wait for more confirmation. Well, he did it again. And he showed me this vision of this big glass, this glass jar being smashed with a hammer. And um, so I just sat there and I was like, okay, God. And I knew he was getting ready to really give me a word uh, to go with the vision. And um, I said, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? And I could already feel the glory, you guys. I was already getting heated up before I started. I was already feeling it. Um, he said, the smashing is upon us. Like a glass jar or something glass breaking, the hammer of my glory is here. The smashing and breaking of self-kingdoms that have been built up. I'm preparing to bring the hammer down on falsely built idols and kingdoms in my body. This is about the body. The smashing and breaking um, is going to come upon the church. Those that say they represent me, but have sold their soul to the devil and have been living a lie in my name, just as I have smashed the tables at, um, of the money changers in the temple, my glory hammer is coming to smash and break all the lies of the enemy in my church and my body. Many, um, our money has, sorry guys, I can't read my sloppy writing, you know that. Money has changed hands based on a lie and manipulation of my name. The smashing is upon you. All that is false will come down. Be on guard, my people. Guard your hearts with my blood and prayer. This will be painful to see and watch, but it will be for my glory and kingdom. Trust what I need to do. The house of cards is coming down. My glory is heavy and weighty. It will smash and break what can't be held up. Evil can't survive my glory. Just as the priests who were not pure couldn't survive my glory, the false built kingdoms are coming down. They will not hold up under the glory. It will be like a glass jar breaking. It will shatter into pieces under the pressure and the weight of my glory. Hammer. And so this is what he basically said he needs us to do. Number one, stay focused. Don't get caught up in the noise of the smashing. There's going to be noise. And as you know, I released a word this week. It's crunch time. Well, anything, anytime there's a crunch, it makes noise. And so this, it's interesting that God gave me this back in July and the crunch word just the other day. And this is the order he told me to release them. He said, number one, Stay focused. Don't get caught up in the noise. So what that means is it can be very easy for us to see what God's doing, and it's going to hurt. Some of it's going to hurt our hearts. 
It could be in your family. It could be in people that you're connected to, maybe not directly going to cause pain to you. But he, the house of cards is going down. Those who have truly not been for him, it's all been based on a lie. It's been based on whatever, money or anything else that he has said. They've actually sold their soul to the devil and they've been faking it. This is not a judgment, you guys, as in like I'm just trying to put out judgment. Oh, more people are going to get exposed. They actually are because we can't get into the thick of true revival and the awakening that God's bringing to make the remnant rise to get our attention without there being some fallout. There's going to be exposure. There's going to be a, a recognizing of people who really aren't ready to be a true disciple. They haven't been a true disciple. And when it gets tough, they're going to run or quit. And I'm not saying it's, it's going to be easy, you guys. But the Lord is very clear. It will be breaking like a, like a glass jar. It will shatter into pieces under the pressure and the weight of my glory hammer. Number two, these are the two things he said. Besides staying focused, don't get caught up in the noise. Now let me go a little deeper with that. The noise will be the gossip, the social media posts. Oh, did you see this? Did you see, did, did, did you hear that? That's not a, you guys have to understand. God will allow things to be seen, but it's not for us to get caught up in the spirit of gossip or criticism or judgment because you have to know God's, I can feel the glory, The God's ultimate goal is salvation and deliverance of every soul. So when he's exposing the house made of cards, the self-made kingdoms, those who have sold their soul to the devil but have been pretending in his name, he's not doing it so that we can all sit back and gossip and laugh at the noise of the crushing of the jar and be like, oh yeah, yeah, look at you. You were, you know, you were so high and mighty. Now look at you now. No, you're going to go to hell if you think like that. You're going to be judged. Lest you judge. Okay. You will be judged if you judge. Don't do it. Our heart has to be positioned to see it, to feel it, to feel God's heart for what he needs to do and to pray that those who get dealt with or the, the cleansing that comes is for his glory and it is for his glory. So that means we're going to see people getting saved and delivered for real. We're going to see restoration of families. We're going to see uh, whoever, leaders, pastors, evangelists, ministry leaders, uh, or just regular people in the church. It could be anybody. It could be, you know, a kid's person over here. It could be someone who does this ministry. Or, I mean, someone who is considered a leader in the church. And God's like, here's the thing. You haven't really been for me. Now the testing is upon you. And my goal is for you to come out passing the test as pure gold. So you can continue to be used. And that goes back to the word that I released about we're in the wash cycle. God told me the wash is running. You have to know he doesn't, we don't put clothes in the wash. We're not throwing them out. He doesn't allow people to be thrown in the wash to be uh, tested. He does it so they can keep being used. We don't throw clothes out after the first time we use them unless we get, they get destroyed somehow and stained so bad we can't use them. We keep rewashing our clothes to make them usable again. Well, God sometimes has to put us through the wash. 
So as, as you think about the noise of the hammer going down, the noise is going to be what other people think. It's going to be judgment and criticism. It's going to be people acting haughty and prideful. Here's the thing. If we stay focused on God, his heart, and prayer, like he said in this word, guard your heart and stay prayed up. Because here's the thing. Don't judge someone else lest you fall. Don't judge their temptation lest you be tempted. Amen. I know this is, I'm like in your face with this word, you guys, but I'm serious. I'm serious. This morning when I knew I had to release this word today, he sent me to such a prayer time in the spirit. I didn't think I was going to be able to stop praying the spirit. It went on for well over an hour. And that didn't include my other time that I had praying in the spirit already this morning. And I could just feel it so deep. He said, there's things painful coming. More painful than what we've seen. And we have to be ready. And that's why people have to hear this word right now. Because the hammer of my glory is upon you to bring the smashing. And first and foremost, we have to allow it in our lives and be thankful for it. Because you have to know we're being made to be his vessels. So it's a beautiful thing. Amen. And it's worth it. It's worth whatever has to happen. And some of it's going to hurt. And some of it might not be directly related to us. It might be people we trusted or looked up to or other families, stuff coming to light. We don't know. We don't know. But you need to know he does it for our good, for the cleansing of his body so that we can be used properly for the end time revival. We're getting a squeeze, you guys. We're getting a squeeze. This is just a side note. Literally, I'm in the filming room and I'm still, we're still working on stuff in here. So I actually had this sitting here for real. And I came in, I was like, wow, I left the hammer sitting here. The hammer, the smashing is upon us, you guys. And I don't know at what level, but man, I could feel so deep in my spirit. God was like, you better get this word out. You need to get my people ready. Because the smashing is coming very soon, very quickly. And I can feel the glory so strong as I'm saying this. Number two, trust his ways. He said, stay focused on him and don't get caught up in the noise. Lest you fall, lest you be tempted, lest you judge and then you're judged. That's why you can't get caught up in the noise. That's what that means. You, you pray for them. You love them have a tender heart towards them, and you keep trucking. You keep going. And you say, God, you're allowing that because you're going to bring true salvation to them because you love them so much you're not going to leave them the way they are. You do want them to have an opportunity to be used for the end time glory, so this testing has to happen on them. We pray for them, we love them, we believe the best for them, and we declare restoration. Then we keep going. We don't get caught up in the noise. And we trust his ways. We trust his ways, you guys. His ways are higher than I, ours that we could even dream of. His ways are higher than our ways. He is not man. He doesn't judge things according to the flesh. He is the God of the universe. And he has an ultimate plan and goal. Amen. And we have to trust him. He said, trust his ways. You guys, I could preach for weeks on that. 
Trust his ways. And what that means is don't judge God for what he's doing and how he's doing it. Because then you're not going to be unshakable. The remnant that's rising has to be unshakable. We have to be unshakable like the disciples. Nothing made them stop. They knew every city they went to, they were going to be beaten and whipped. And they still went. They knew that death was at their door. But they were unshakable. And you know what? American Christians haven't even seen this. Nothing like what we're coming into as the preparation to be the end time remnant. And you have to know that his ways are perfect. Are they always fun? No. But man, if we don't fall into the double-mindedness and we stay strong in him and we stay focused, we become unstoppable just like the disciples were unstoppable. Because when you ain't even afraid of death, you ain't even afraid of what no man thinks of you, you become unstoppable for the kingdom. Amen? And then no amount of money can manipulate you. Nothing can come to entice you to do what this word said. Your ministry has been built and it's become a house of cards, basically. There are many that say they represent me, but they have sold their soul to the devil. How crazy is that, you guys? That there's people that have literally sold their soul to the devil, but they're saying they're for Christ. They're saying they're serving him. This word is not for you to go try to find them and judge them. Because you could be judging wrong. Don't judge, lest you be judged. Amen? But the smashing is upon us, you guys. The hammer of his glory. And he gave me, and I'm going to read all these verses, you guys. Amos 9, 1 through 10. I hope I can get through it because I can feel the glory already. It's going to wreck me. Let's do this together. Amos Let me see. I'm going to get myself situated here. You guys, this is a heavy-weighted word, and it was it's like really been on me to get it released. Be ready, body of Christ. And let it come to your own life, too. And we'll talk about that at the end. Amos chapter 9, 1 through 10. I saw the Lord standing by the altar, and he said... Strike the doorposts that, th that the threshold may shake and break them on the heads of them all. I will slay the last of them with the sword. He who flees from them shall not get away, and he who escapes from them shall not be delivered. Though they dig into hell, from their hands, from their hands shall take them. Though they climb to heaven, this is New King James Version, in case you're wondering, um, Though they climb up to heaven, from there I will bring them down. And though they hide themselves on top of Carmel, from there I will search and take them. Though they hide from my sight at the bottom of the sea, from there I will command the serpent and it will bite them. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, from there I will command the sword and it shall slay them. I will set my eyes on them for harm and not good. The Lord God of hosts, he who touches the earth and it melts, and all who dwell there mourn, all of it shall swell like the river and subside like the river of Egypt. 
He who builds his layers in the sky and has founded his strata in the earth, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth, the Lord is his name. Are you not like the people of Ethiopia to me, O children of Israel? Says the Lord, did I not bring up Israel from the land of Egypt, the Philistines from Kaphtar, and the Syrians from Kerr? Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom. This is, you guys, these last verses right here wrecked me. Behold, the eyes of the Lord are on the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will utterly, I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, says the Lord. For surely I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among all nations. But this is representing the whole body of Christ. As a grain is sifted in a sieve, yet not the smallest grain shall fall to the ground. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, who say, the calamity shall not overtake nor confront us. Woo! Man, I could feel the fire. That last verse, he said, there are those who believed they could keep doing what they're doing. You could live the lie. You could sell yourself to the devil. You could build your house of cards, build your false kingdom, and you will never be confronted. But here's the thing. The devil thinks he wins, but he loses because he thinks he's won by those that he knows are false. But the truth is, there is so much glory being poured out in this end time awakening, preparing to bring in the harvest. Those people cannot run from the glory. The more of us that rise up and invade, the more glory gets released. Amen? And they can't run from it. The devil can't run from it. And it can't hold up under the weight of the glory, as the Lord said in his word. And he also basically told me to go to 2 Chronicles 7, 1 through 3. And it says this, When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priests could not enter the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And so God is bringing his body to a place where the glory is so weighty and so much. They're either going to burn up in the fire they're either going to survive it by bowing down and worshiping and truly passing through the testing and showing that their true heart is for him or they're going to burn up in the fire. Um, and you guys know, I've said this before on words because I got to be funny and I got to be sassy every now and then. this is a very heavy word, you guys. I can feel it so, so deep in me. There's a lot here, you guys. The glory hammer's coming down. And first and foremost, it has to prepare the body. It's not about everyone else. God's preparing them to receive, just like Nineveh finally received. They didn't know they were so deceived. This is about us right now. 
the remnant rising, he's coming for a holy and pure bride. And so we can't carry the weight of everything and the harvest that we have to bring in and get saved and discipled and all that if we're not right. It can't hold up on a, a house built with cards, basically. And so, as you've heard me tell the story, if you go back and you look, read the Old Testament, don't even get on and comment and say, this is the New Testament. You need to read the New Testament then. Because there's a whole lot that went on in the New Testament. Like people who lied to the Holy Spirit, got struck down and died right there. Because they lied about their offering. New Testament. Okay, I'm not going to go into that. But it was common knowledge and known. There was one person who went into the Holy of Holies. They would tie a rope around his foot. And everybody else would stay outside the tent because they, they weren't... They weren't messing around. They, would, they weren't going to go in after him. Because if you weren't pure, you didn't survive in the Holy of Holies. And so if a priest went in that was not pure and was, did not have a pure heart, not religious activity pure on the outside, pure heart with the Lord, the glory would kill him. And then nobody else was willing to go in because they're like, I don't even know if my heart can pass the test. I can't be sifted right now. I just might die. So we're just going to pull, pull the rope out and drag them out. That's for real, you guys. Look it up. Here's the thing. Don't get caught up in the noise. Trust God no matter what you see with your eyes. And I know this has been the buildup of why God's been leading me to just release stuff about how good he is. God, you're so good. You're so good to us. You're so good. We are blessed. We are highly favored. We are called. And we are full of his power. Amen. He needs us to focus on that. He is good. And his mercy endures forever. And we have to trust his ways. So once again, number one, we're going to focus on him and not get caught up in the noise of the smashing Number two, we're going to trust his ways. We're going to let him do what he needs to do. Here's the thing, you guys. Bad is not always bad. Sometimes God brings things to the surface. It's to clean things up. Yes, we might get our hearts broken, but it's for our good, for the good of the other people. It's for the good of his body. It's for the good, 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 good. Ultimately. And... Every one of us gets put in a position over time to be tested. Amen? The smashing is upon us. The glory hammer's coming down. The false kingdoms are going down. The house of cards will not survive. Stand firm, church. Guard your hearts, as he said. Stay prayed up. Stay focused, don't get caught up in the noise, and trust him. So let's just pray right now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I lift up every person at the sound of my voice. I lift up the body of Christ. I lift up the rising remnant, Lord. And I just declare that they will guard their hearts during this season, that they will stand firm in you in prayer, 
in, in a humble heart, Lord, during the season of the glory hammer coming down on your body, Lord, for our good and your glory. And Lord, I pray that every person that's hurt or damaged from what needs to happen in the glory hammer, Lord, that you would show them the way, that you would help them to see why the smashing must come. Lord, I pray for every person that they would trust your ways in the seasons ahead, that they would honor you above all, and that they would stay humble in spirit and not get caught up in the noise. Lord, I declare a focused body of Christ, and I release renewed strength and fresh glory, Lord, for every person, that they will become unshakable. They will become unstoppable in you, as they are prepared to be the remnant rising. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You guys are awesome. Have an amazing day. Subscribe. Hit the little bell. You get the videos when they come out. Also go to spiritmoveministry.co and sign up for the email list. Because I release other words through the week that are not on video. They're, I, I type them out and I post them on social media. Um, and I release other encouraging things. You get updates and all that stuff. Um, also, we have our I'm Going With The Glory shirts. The limited edition, the cool looking greenish blue color. Get it ordered while you can. Um, get the other one ordered too, the, the charcoal colored. You guys, this is the message that we're sending to the devil. We are going with the glory. We will be obedient to the glory of God. We will be obedient to his spirit. No devil in hell is going to stop us. We will stand firm. We will stay focused. Amen. Amen. You guys are awesome. Have an amazing day. I don't know that I'll see you again before I see you guys in person on Saturday. I might release another word, but the smashing is upon us. Amen. Guard your hearts.